Have you ever been a part of a project or a team where the leader of that team isn't really doing a great job at leading anyone? You know, you're thinking to yourself, man, I could do a way better job at leading. And then later down in life, you find yourself in that position. And guess what you find out? You're not good either. <laughs> We'll get right into this. We're reading from Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 1 through 6. And it says, Then the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Son of man, prophesy against the shepherds of Israel. Prophesy and say to those shepherds, Thus says the Lord God, Woe, shepherds of Israel who have been feeding themselves. Should not the shepherds feed the flock? You eat the fat and clothe yourselves with the wool. With the wool, you slaughter the fat sheep without feeding the flock those who are sickly you have not strengthened the disease you have not healed the broken you have not bound up the scattered you have not brought back nor have you sought for the loss but with force and with severity you have dominated them they were scattered for lack of a shepherd and they became food for every beast of the field and were scattered my flock wandered through all the mountains and on every high hill my flock was scattered over all the surface of the earth, and there was no one to search for them. For about the past week and a half, uh, the Lord has been taking me on this journey concerning uh, his people, the flock, uh, concerning shepherds um, and those who are those who are supposed to take care of them. And Ezekiel chapter 34 has been the bedrock of this ongoing study. It's an amazing chapter. I mean, like you could take paragraph after paragraph and, and just go deep into study. But in these first six verses, God speaks to Ezekiel about the state of his flock and the shepherd's lack of care for the sheep. Um, in other words, God is speaking about the lack of leadership <laughs> that's been happening amongst his people and the consequences thereof. Uh, the qualities of these leaders that they possess are downright terrible. And we can go through them. Let's go through them. They only care for themselves. So they're very selfish. Uh, they don't care for the flock. They are negligent. They have neglected, neglected their duties to strengthen the weak. They have not healed the sick. They don't care for the injured. And they harshly rule and govern their people. And because of those uh, terrible qualities, the bad qualities that they have, uh, the flock is now scattered because there is no shepherd even there to care for them. The flock has become food for animals. And there's no one even searching or even looking for the people. It's important to note the cultural relevance of the shepherd at this time, of this time. It was a common occupation for the Israelites, and it was also an occupation that other cultures scoffed at. But the audience of this word that the Lord was given to at the time were easily comprehended. It was consumable, and they could meditate on the gravity of it. And even though in our present society being a shepherd isn't common, <laughs> uh, God's word has no expiration date. And it's still relevant because I'm sure we all know of some off kiltered, unfiltered person in leadership in this world. And if we were to apply this in today's climate, could we find some of these same qualities of those bad shepherds in ourselves? Could we find those same qualities or lack of leadership within the church? I'm pretty sure we could if we looked. 
I'm going to tell you a quick story of a time when I was in a position of leadership. I say position because I'm of the belief, as John Maxwell says, leadership is influence. So technically, you're always able to lead. You're always a leader if you can influence. But I was in a position of leadership during my college years. And um, I was the president of a student Christian campus organization. And at that time, I didn't understand or realize what comes with leadership. <laughs> I was project focused, you know, and my goal was to always get the job done at any cost. You know, just get out of my way, get the job done. This is the goal. <laughs> uh, if we had events, if we had worship gatherings or outreaches, my thought was, let's get through this. Let's complete the task. I was not people centered. I was not people focused. I didn't have the right focus. And for me, uh, the, these things were draining when it came to uh, engaging with people. I still love Jesus and I had my quiet times, but my horizontal relationships needed some work. I wasn't a pastor or an elder, but I understood what it is to have the qualities of a bad leader, a bad shepherd, a worthless shepherd. My motives were selfish. I only cared for me. I would neglect my duties at times. And because I was so project driven, these I was insensitive to how others were doing uh, and what they needed. And when you have these types of qualities, it scatters the sheep, it scatters people away from you. So why are we talking about the qualities of a bad shepherd? And what does this have to do with us individually? How can we apply this to our life? One is to help us recognize when we're culprits of having these qualities. We need, you need to be able to see the qualities of bad leadership. You need, you need to be able to see the qualities of, uh, of a bad shepherd in order for you to be, to be able to recognize if those same qualities are in you. And number two is to discern bad leadership because there is bad leadership out there and you won't be able to understand it or see it if you don't recognize the qualities of bad leadership. And three is how we should respond when we carry these same qualities as a negligent shepherd and how we can respond when we're under some bad leadership. So number one. Do you possess the qualities of a bad shepherd, of a bad leader? Do you not only look out for your own self-interest? Do you only care for yourself? Do you not care for your brothers and sisters in Christ? Do you neglect your duties as a follower of Christ? If there's a yes to any of those things, if you're selfish, if you neglect your duties, <laughs> if you if you don't if your horizontal relationships aren't where they should be, then maybe these qualities are in you. And how do you respond when you find that these qualities are in yourself? Well, the first thing is to repent because we're always on this track of growth. When we come to some truth and understand that something is in us, if it's wicked, if it's, if, if it's wickedness, if it's habitual sin, if it's some terrible quality that leads us to sin, we repent and turn from it. Not going back to it, but turning away from it and turning to the Lord. So the first step is to repent of it. The second thing to do is to gain wisdom. Gain wisdom on what God says concerning selfishness. Gain wisdom on what God says putting stumbling blocks before others. And then also get wisdom and teach yourself about what it is to be a good leader. Read some books about what it means to be a good leader. How can you lead selflessly? 
Uh, Proverbs chapter 18 verses 15 says, An intelligent heart acquires knowledge, and the ear of the wise seek knowledge. So be a student, and that which you lack in, learn about. Whatever you lack in, learn about. So get wisdom, and next, put into practice with grace. God is able to make all grace abound to you, so that having all sufficiency in all things at all times, you may abound in every good work. So this is why it's important that we put these things in practice, but with grace, leaning and trusting and relying on God's grace to propel you to put into practice the things that you have learned and, and, and grown in. Now, those were ways of how we can respond when those qualities of bad leadership are within ourselves. But what about when you are under bad leadership? What about when you're under negligent care? How do you respond? The first step is to pray and check your heart. If you feel you're under bad leadership, specifically within a church and it's affecting God's people, this is the first thing you want to do. Uh, Psalms chapter 26 verse 2 says, examine me, O Lord, and try me. Test my mind and my heart. Check your heart. Make sure that you aren't off kiltered, that you aren't unbalanced. So you need to check your heart, examine and ask God to sift through you uh, to ensure that you're not seeing your this leader or whoever it may be uh, with an, a biased lens. Uh, so that's the first thing It's very crucial that you check your heart. And then the second thing is to humbly speak up. Uh, this is why the first step is very crucial, because you can't point out the speck in someone else's eye if you have a big plank in yours. <laughs> you can't do that. Uh, having God check your heart first cannot be stressed enough. Uh, then you humbly speak up. There's many passages concerning how we ought to approach one another. Matthew chapter 18, verses 15. 15 through 20 uh, Galatians chapter 6 verses 10 Luke chapter 17 verses 3 Matthew chapter 7 verses 3 through 5 there are many different passages and many more of how we can humbly speak up now the third thing after you've hum humbly spoken up after you've confronted them with gentleness with patience confronting them with understanding <laughs> after you've done that and there's still the same things going on over and over and over and over if the Lord has not called you there, I mean, there it, and, and I'm going to preface this. If the Lord has called you somewhere and you're supposed to be there, then there's definitely some work that the Lord wants to do in you or even through that person or even through the people. And so you're going you're going to be there and, and the Lord will take you through it and the Lord will help you get through it. It'll be awesome. It's just hang in there and keep on going. God's grace is sufficient for you. But if it's a place where God has not called you to be if you didn't hear from the lord this is where i'm gonna this is where i want you to be then the third step is to leave if the same negligence and that leadership is going on you can leave romans chapter 16 verse 17 says now i urge you brethren keep your eye on those who cause dissensions and hindrance contrary to the teaching which you learned and turn away from them or avoid them if the teaching that you're hearing, if the if the leadership that you're hearing is contrary to the gospel, if it's leading people astray, if it's scattering sheep because it's causing dissension or causing controversy and it's scattering the sheep, then you can leave. Avoid it. Uh, if God has not called you to that place, but it's just a place where you decide to go, feel free <laughs> to leave and go and find another place of fellowship. 
there's a warning to those uh, leaders, shepherds in the church who aren't caring for the sheep, who scatter instead of caring. God will deal with them. Moreover, you always have a choice on how you, you respond in every situation. How will you respond when God shows your faults or shows you your faults or your flaws? How will you respond when you come under some bad leadership? We live in a fallen world with imperfect leaders and we ourselves are imperfect. And even though it's a reality we face, we should remember that there's a great shepherd who cares and fights for his sheep, for his people. In Revelation chapter 7, verses 17, it tells us that Christ Jesus is our shepherd. He's the shepherd of every tribe, every tongue. Hebrews 13, verses 20 says that Christ Jesus is the great shepherd of the sheep. He's not one to neglect, nor one to forget. He's the good shepherd who lays down his life for his sheep, and he's done that already. He's shown that already. So if you feel scattered, if you feel like you're under bad leadership, or if you feel like you have some of the bad qualities of uh, leadership in you, let me encourage you that Christ Jesus, the great shepherd, will lead and guide you. If you're under bad leadership and you feel scattered, ask the Lord to guide you to a fellowship who has leadership or a shepherd after God's own heart. Because there are many out there. There are many out there. <laughs> and if you find that you have these bad qualities of leadership in you, ask God, ask the good shepherd to uh, lead you and guide you into becoming a better uh, a better leader he'll bring that stick but he'll also bring the comfort he'll, he's going to refine you he's going to refresh you into becoming <laughs> into becoming a good leader and i'll wrap up by saying this christ jesus is both lamb and he's the great shepherd he knows what it's like to be under leadership he knows what it's like there's nothing that he cannot empathize with us about because he's gone through everything. He's gone through it all. He knows it. He understands it. So I encourage you, I implore you to go before the Lord and, and because there's nothing he has not gone through and he will give you wisdom. He will give you direction. He's both lamb that was slain and he's also the great shepherd. And more than anything, he cares about you. And he also cares about the sheep that are lost the people that are lost if you are hearing this and you know of someone who is lost who does not know the gospel share the gospel with them I'm talking to myself here as well find ways find avenues be creative however we can share the gospel let us do it because there's a great shepherd uh, who is after looking after seeking after the lost sheep and we can do our part also in coming alongside Christ and bring the gospel to others because it is good news it's great news and this is the good news that there is a shepherd a great shepherd an amazing shepherd who is seeking for the loss he's not one to scatter but he's here he's here to gather he's here to gather the loss save the loss bring those people together bring us all together because he there's going to be a time where where we're all together with him salvation is here and if you are one who who has been scattered or one who feels lost i want you to know that there is hope that christ jesus is here reaching out his hand for you here and now and all you have to do is repent turn from your sins turn from your wickedness and turn to him and he is ready and willing and able to forgive you of your sins if you believe in your heart and confess with your mouth that Christ Jesus is Lord, 
then you will be saved. And then you too will go through this process of being refined and refreshed daily all the way until we are with him. And it's a beautiful journey. <laughs> it's an awesomeness journey. Okay, that's all I got. <laughs> so uh, thank you for listening. I pray that this will bl- have blessed you in some type of way. <laughs> and may the Lord go before you. Uh, I pray that you have an awesome day. Uh, my name is Ralph Joseph Monroe the Third. You are listening to Refined and Refresh. And as always, fight to spend time in God's word. Fight to be with him. And continue to fight the good fight of faith. All right. Love you guys. Bye.